Welcome to Roman Cola for the Soul, a non-judgmental Christian community for people who are brave enough to keep it real with your host, Cindy Felcool, a lady who loves to share stories and likes to laugh at her own jokes. Hi guys and welcome to my podcast. I'm Cindy Felcool and I'm going to be your host on this <laughs> crazy adventure of Roman Cola for the Soul. And I just want to tell you from the get-go, I suck at introductions. Like, I'm the worst. And I think it's partly just because I hate talking about myself and I would rather hear other people's stories. But it's also because I don't have a clearly defined thing to say that I do. Anyway, I just want to tell you this story about how to illustrate how extremely bad I am at introducing myself. So one of my favorite things in the world to do is get together with some other Christian ladies and take meals into strip clubs and eat with the women who work there. And I absolutely love doing this. I've met some really amazing women and I love sharing with them about how God sees them as his treasured daughters that he misses. So anyway, one of my friends that works in these clubs, the very first time I met her, I'm we're just talking and she's super bubbly and we're laughing and having a good conversation. And after a little while, she looks at me and she goes, so what do you do? And I was like, um, well, I just moved to Connecticut and I'm kind of looking for a job and I'm an empty nester. Well, I'm not really looking for a job. I just don't know what I want to do with myself. And I'm a writer. <laughs> And then she, after a little while, she just looked at me and she burst out laughing and she's like, you know, you might be the only person in the world who's embarrassed to tell a stripper what it is you do. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love this woman. She's so sassy. And just to tell you a little bit about my personality, I love sassy people. And if somebody's sassy to me, I'm like, my bestie. (laughs) So, so this woman immediately endeared herself to me by laughing about how awkward I am when it comes to introductions. And I try saying all kinds of different things to explain what I do. I will say things like I'm the CEO of a not making any profit business. It's called rum and cola for the soul. And I think that's hilarious, but nobody's ever laughed. So I gave that one up. And then I was like, I'm a burnout English teacher who became a writer, which is funny because I do write, but I also am starting to podcast. So it's like, I don't know. I just do a lot of stuff. Even though my career as an English teacher was very non-stellar, I really feel this sense of obligation to make my parents proud of what I've done with the degree that they spent so much money on. So I have developed something where I totally use that degree and it ain't my grammar. (laughs) But I am obsessed with reading the Bible like an English teacher. And that may not excite you at first when you hear that, like, oh, because nobody, not many people thought, wow, I love the way my English teacher made us overanalyze literature. Please, you know what sounds awesome to me? Let's do that with the Bible. <laughs> Which, this might be the worst intro. As a, and again, as I said, this might be the worst introduction ever. Like, hey, guys. Let's combine all the things that you think are boring in the world. English teachers, Bible studies, and old lady podcasts. 
And that's totally what I'm doing. And I'm calling the crazy mix rum and cola for the soul. So listen, when I tell you that these Bible stories are cool, I'm not talking about the kind of cool where your high school English teacher told you, oh, Of Mice and Men is such a great book. You're going to love it because it's got a great universal theme. No, that had an awful universal theme. It's depressing. And the book's universal theme is that nobody has any control of anything. So I'm not talking like that kind of stuff. Listen, I hate it most of the books they make you guys read in high school. One time when I was in my crazy pursuit of trying to get a job as a high school English teacher, I read every book that the school required 9th through 12th graders to read. I read all of those books in one year and I was like, I think I need to go get some counseling because this is the most depressing thing I've ever done. I think the most uplifting book of all the books that I read that year was Night, which is a story about the Holocaust. So anyway, I'm not talking about that kind of thing when I'm like, oh, you're going to love it because I know you've heard that from English teachers before and you're like, yeah, this lady's psycho. I'm not listening to her. (laughs) What I am talking about is I have one friend that I like to share these stories with. And every time I call her and I'm like, oh my gosh, Deanna, guess what? I just read this story in the Bible and I got to tell you about it. And she'll let me tell her the story. And when I call the Cindy Falkel version, (laughs) which is not a good translation, but anyway, so I'll call her and I'll tell her the story. And then she's like, holy shit, man, Jesus is a badass. And I love talking to her because I love getting that reaction out of her. And that is exactly what you're going to think when you when you start reading the Bible like that. Because we have kind of romanticized everything and put this religious spin on all the stories. And we've made Jesus into some kind of lame guy that walked around in a toga and taught people how to judge everybody. Like he just came to make us better at judging people and fitting in better. And the truth is that Jesus came to free us from religion. And I know that Christians commonly say Christianity is not a religion. It's a relationship. I would say Christianity is definitely a religion. And it's a religion that can point us to a relationship with Jesus. But I think you can definitely have one without the other. Basically, when I talk about religion... What I'm talking about is a set of rules that we believe that you have to follow in order to be in with God. Sometimes it might not be being in with God, but being a set of rules that you follow that you think make you better than other people, or you think give you control of your, over your life or whatever it is that you're seeking. That set of rules that you follow, that's your religion. And I think that we all have some kind of religion because our minds need to be in control of the chaos and the uncertainty in this world. And if you don't believe that people tend towards that, I think it's something that our mind does for two things. I believe that we are geared to seek God. And I also think that we can't handle how much we are not in control of this world. And if you don't believe me, watch a really smart, rational guy who loves sports. Watch him watch a game (laughs) that's really important to him. My sons and my husband, they're all really, really smart guys, but they will do the craziest things 
to try to control this game that they're watching on TV and they're like 800 miles away from the game, but they're sure that if they sit in a certain position or they yell loud enough or something that it's going to somehow influence the game. And I know that if you ask them, they probably deep down realize they don't, but it's kind of a picture of what we do and what religion is. It's this this way of trying to control that stuff that we care so much about, but we don't have any actual control over it. And that's a really, really unpleasant thing to think about. But Jesus came to free us from that. And he came to walk through all of that uncertainty with us. He came to give us peace and purpose, no matter what happens and all those things that we don't have any control over. And so it is uncomfortable to think about, but it's the most amazing thing about following Jesus. And the more you understand this, the more amazing you are going to realize that it is. And it completely frees you from living in fear and shame. And I think probably most importantly from being a judgmental tool that walks around having to feel better than everybody else so that you feel like you are in with your religion. So here's the deal. This podcast is where I'm going to share my honest journey with you as I grow in my understanding of this amazing truth about Jesus and what it means to follow him. And I promise you that it will be funny and weird and sassy and full of stories. I also really want to connect with you and encourage all y'all guys to connect with each other. Just a little side note. (laughs) I don't know if you picked up on this, but I'm a southerner who lives in Connecticut. So I'm constantly saying things like all y'all guys, because that's my southernness and my Yankee coming together. And I'm like, if I really want to emphasize something, I put the two together. I want all y'all guys to connect with each other. And I want all y'all guys to connect with me. So please follow up with this on Facebook and on my website. And thank you so much for listening. And thank you for all the encouragement that you guys have already given me. And that's it for today's episode, guys. I want to leave y'all with my favorite saying, life is messy, God is good. Thank you for listening. If you feel like another shot of rum and cola for your soul, check out rumandcola for the soul.com.